I'm glad that God didn't allow it to work out. Because you would be surprised. Boy, Lord, please let me have it. Bring it back, Lord, please. You got them prayers too. Lord, please let Pretty Ricky come back into my life. Please, Pretty Ricky, Pretty Ricky. Please. Like, we've all had those prayers where, like, God, can you do this for me? And God doesn't answer. And then we look back at hindsight like, God, I'm so glad you did it. What's up, fam? Welcome back to our channel. My name is Tim, and this is another episode of the W Podcast, where you get wisdom in the world with the wheelers, and we're super excited to have you in. But first, can I ask you a question? Have you ever felt like God has let you down? Have you ever felt like God has forgotten about you? Have you ever felt like God is blessing everybody else but you? Everybody else is dating but you. Everybody else is getting engaged but you. Everybody else got a house but you. Everybody else is getting a promotion but you. Have you ever felt like God has forgotten about you? See, most of us, if we're honest, we can say we have been there before, if not currently in that season. And I think it's something to talk about because one of the issues is when we don't identify that we feel like God's forgotten about us or just acknowledge that, hey, it's a hard season of waiting that I'm in, no matter what it is for, we can start to develop some unhealthy habits that not only can elongate how long we're waiting, but also can just make us not be as healthy as we possibly can be. This wasn't even in my notes, but I think about the children of Israel as they were waiting to go into the promised land. The Bible says that it should have really took two weeks, but because of their complaining and grumbling and gossiping and everything else that they were doing, they ended up waiting 40 years because they did not wait well. And I don't want you to be waiting on something from God, but delaying it because of how you're waiting. Ooh. But first, before we do that, I gotta get something off my chest. Ladies, please stop saying that there's something wrong with the Christian man in the church because he's not interested in you or your friend group. Just because he's not interested in you or your friend group doesn't mean he's gay. Let that simmer. It doesn't mean he's a player. Now, please hear me. I'm not saying that sometimes there aren't examples where it looks like somebody is not pursuing women at the church because he has ulterior motives. But that doesn't mean it's all. Just like all men don't cheat. That's a lie from the enemy. All men who aren't pursuing you or your friend group, they aren't wrong. They don't have ulterior motives. There isn't something wrong with them because they aren't interested in you. They just aren't interested in you. And guess what? That's okay. Because there's somebody out there for you. But it's sad and it's come to my attention that there's a lot of gossiping going around in the Big C Church when it comes to single men who are really trying their best to honor God. They're trying to be accountable. They're trying to have community. But because they haven't found the right person yet and they're getting up there in age, and because there is a ratio to some degree of more women than there is men, especially in the church context, they're looked down upon because they're like, all right, there's a bunch of women here. Why are you still single? And it's like, bruh, just because there's a bunch of women here doesn't mean they're the right women for me. Again, this just came to me. Holy Spirit, I don't know if it's you, but if it is, this is good. Think about in the Bible. Let's go here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Think about Abraham. He went to his servant and said, look, there's a bunch of women around here, but I don't want my son to marry them. 
I need you to go back to the land and find a specific woman for my son. Hear me. He went back to the servant, went back to Abraham's hometown where he wanted him to find his wife. There was plenty of women there that he could have chose from, but God had a specific woman in mind for Abraham's son, Isaac, to marry. What am I saying? Just because a single man is in your community and hasn't chosen you or your friend group yet doesn't mean he's wrong, doesn't mean he's bad. It just may mean that y'all are who he's supposed to marry. And you should be happy about that because you don't want to be with somebody that God doesn't have for you. But, and that's what we're going to get to in today's episode, it's really hard to believe that God has somebody out there for me the longer I wait. Now, obviously, this doesn't count for all women. I am not saying by any stretch that all women in the church do this. But if the shoe fits, repent and ask Jesus for forgiveness because it's not godly and it's not cute. The gossip going around hurting other men, especially when you bring it to their attention and you try to be funny with it. You try to be like, oh, what's going on? It's like, bruh, it's not cute. It's not godly. You don't need to be his accountability partner because you're not. Like, let's just be honest. So please, don't be like the Israelites. Don't let your waiting season cause you to sin. Don't gossip if you're looking for a man. Don't look to other vices to fill your needs because God is taking too long. The Bible says it like this in Isaiah 40, 31. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. You thought that was a Maverick City music song. No, that is Bible. Good song too, though. But here's the thing, y'all. We got to remember that when we're in that waiting season, we can't make it on our own. Not in a godly way. And that's why we got to turn to God. And listen, I know that this is hard. I'm not trying to sit up here and act like doing this is as easy as saying what you should do. And I have my own areas where I got to wait. And if I'm being honest... It's only by God's grace that right now I'm sitting in the miracle that I was waiting on. And there were moments where it was hard. Hear me. Woo-hoo-hoo. Waiting is hard. Nobody's saying it isn't. But that's when you got to lean into God more and say, God, you said in your word, when I trust you, you're going to give me new strength. I need it. And guess what? He's faithful and he will do it. But let's be clear. You have to be living for God in order to get that new strength because you can't get the benefits of God without having obedience to God. Well, let's, let's say that again. You cannot have the benefits of God without having the obedience to God. Obedience comes first. Then you get the benefits. Then you get the peace. Then you get the joy. Now, I'll be honest. A lot of this comes down to trust. And we have to trust that God is with us. But maybe you're listening to this. And you're like, look. I just started walking with God. How can I trust him? I ain't seen him do anything for me yet. And that's where faith comes into play because you're right. Trust comes from seeing somebody deliver time after time. You're going to have to rely on faith. But the good news is God says you can't please him without faith. Hebrews 11, 6. So you're in a great place to be able to develop that faith muscle. And then guess what? When you have faith and you see God come through, then that's when you start developing that trust, which is so key to continue on your Christian walk. I know that this episode is tough, y'all. I know, I know. But I promise if you're still listening, if you're still here with me, there's something that God is saying to you. There's something that God wants to do 
in your heart that is gonna be for the betterment of your life. Let's go. So how do you trust that God is for you? You have to look back at his history. You have to go back in your life and say, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have graduated here. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have done this. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have done that. You gotta remind yourself of what God has done for you. And if you feel like God hasn't done anything for you yet, you need to go back into that word. Read your Bible and see what God has said he was going to do for others and what he did and allow that to build your faith until God has some tangible things in your life where you can taste and see that the Lord is good. That's a great word. Now, I got to be honest. I got to share some stories from me waiting because sometimes we got to be able to trust God when he says no. We have to be able to trust that his no is actually his protection, not his rejection. You may have heard that before. Because when I first got saved, how I got saved, some of you may have watched the episode we did when I was talking about my testimony. I got saved by being in a relationship I shouldn't have been in, doing things I shouldn't have been doing as a single person. And God came in and arrested my heart and was like, ah, I want you to live for me. Took me a while, took me like a month, but I eventually surrendered my life to Jesus. And I'm so glad I did coming up on 10 years next year. But here's the thing. Even once I did that, even once I submitted my life to God, it, I still was trying to get back with my ex. Like, even though I knew God told me to break up with her, I was still trying to get back with her a few months later. It never worked out. I never ended up getting back with my ex. And I say this respectfully. I'm glad that God didn't allow it to work out because you would be surprised. But Lord, please let me have it. Bring her back, Lord, please. You got no prayers too. Lord, please let Pretty Ricky come back into my life. Please, Pretty Ricky, Pretty Ricky. Please. Like, we've all had those prayers where, like, God, can you do this for me? And God doesn't answer. And then we look back in hindsight like, God, I'm so glad you did it. Now, again, no shade to my ex. It just was a better situation that God wanted for me. And pray that that happened for her. But if I would have got what I wanted, I would not be walking in God's best for me right now. I wouldn't be walking in what he wanted for my life. And we got to trust that if God is saying no to some things that we want, that in the end is best for us. I got another example. When I was at my first job out of college, it was one of those jobs where people be in and out quick, boy. I mean, somebody start one week, three weeks later, they're not there. Somebody start one week, Six months later, they're not there. That was normal. It was a high turnover place. And your boy was trying to be high turnover too. But one year turned into two, and two years turned into three and a half. And you look up, and I'm still there. And people are calling me weird. Like, I got, like, people that are, like, in management, so it's okay if they're there longer, whatever. And they're looking at me like, yo, you still here in this role? Little did they know, I had been trying to leave for years, Years, and your boy know how to interview. I'm not saying I'm the greatest ever, but I know what I'm doing, and I knew it wasn't my interview skills. It was the fact that God wanted me to be in that place at that time, because He was still working things out in my heart. He was still developing things in me. He still had me at that place, so I could be a blessing to the people who were working there at that time. And sometimes, God isn't saying no, but He's saying not yet. And then I've since gone on to have several more jobs after that first job. And God has continued to bless me each place I've gone. But if I would have tried to rush and get out of there in my own strength and quit that job 
and say, I'm going to find a job, I don't know where I would be right now. Like, my career, God, God is all God with God's grace. But my career is in a place where I could never have imagined. <laughs> I could never have imagined I'd be where I am back at that first job. But I believe it's because of my obedience to stay there. Even though it wasn't perfect, I was still trying to leave. But there did come a point where I said, God, I accept that you have me here, even though I hate it. Mm, let's talk about that. See, some of y'all hate being single. Some of y'all hate it. Can't stand going to those engagement parties. You can't stand seeing them walk in the church holding hands. Lord, you hate being single. And I can understand that because it's something you really want. And I really wanted to get out that job. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? I was at that job and it was a situation where it was like, God, I know I could be doing the exact same thing I'm doing here, but getting paid double what I'm making here. And that was frustrating. And for some of you, it may be like, God, I know that I love you. I know that I serve you. I know that I done this, 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 and that better than this person. Why are they married? Let's be honest, you've had those thoughts. Like, you knew she was sinning. And then she just found Mr. Right. All of a sudden, she get up one week and she found him. Let's just be honest. That can be tough. It may not be dating for you. It may be a job. It may be a house. I don't know what it is for you, but allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and really do some work in your heart. I'll leave you with this verse. It's one of my favorites, and I hope it encourages you like it does me. 1 Peter 5, 7. Give all your worries and cares to God. For he cares about you. That's the verse. He cares about you wishing that you weren't single. He cares about you wishing that you had that house. He cares about you wanting that healing in your body. He cares about filling the blank. He cares about you. I hope you hear that. Please remember that God cares. And if you trust him and his plan for your life, you'll be better for it in the end. This has been another episode of the W Podcast. I hope you're encouraged. I hope your faith is stirred and your desire to lean into God and trust that he is going to renew your strength, that that is higher than it's ever been or stronger than it's ever been. We'll see y'all next week on the W Podcast. Thanks for watching this video. To get more Christian relationship advice, subscribe to our channel. And make sure you check out our other videos as well.